This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by USB pass-throughs. USB pass-throughs, that's where USB comes out of a device and then there's a plug and you can plug a device into it and it'll go into the next thing. Not where you just have a really long USB extension cord that's also attached to your device, you useless fucks at Red Dragon. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly internet podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt. With me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Handlebreaker. How's it going? Going pretty well. How are you? I'm good. I got this new keyboard for the studio. Um, with this, I, re- I really wanted one thing. I wanted a USB pass-through. Yeah. So I have my keyboard here, the keyboard plug into the docking We've station. We've all seen it. Yeah. And then the mouse would plug into the keyboard, and I would only need one USB port because I only have one left on the docking station. Yeah, yeah. Keyboard came in this week. I was very excited. It's like it's this new Red Dragon keyboard. I have a Red Dragon keyboard that I like a lot. It works, uh-huh. it works well. Um, you know, it's got all the fancy gamer rainbow light up bullshit that I don't care about, yeah, but that's yeah. what everything comes with these days. It's got macro keys. It's got a volume wheel. It's got function keys that do nothing. Uh, man. Open this fucker up, and yes, it has USB pass-through, but it has USB pass-through in the sense that, a, <laughs> that an extension cord is power pass-through. Yeah. N- not the way that a surge protector is power pass-through, where you can plug uh-huh. in multiple devices. Oh, yeah. So it's got two USB plugs at, on at the, the at, at, at its end. end. Yeah. Fucking absolutely <laughs> worthless. And the cord, the mind co- you... <laughs> It's the same thickness as you would find on any standard industrial uh, <laughs> freezer. Freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like two really thick USB cords yep. electrical taped together. It's absolutely ridiculous. That, that, that's the core of the. Of yeah. This, of the I cannot cable. believe how. <laughs> how dumb it is. Poorly designed this fucking thing yeah. is. And I was so excited too because it's got purple switches. Which when I when I bought my other keyboard brown, that was the that was the hotness. That was right? the hotness. Yeah, it was silent tactical switches. Like ah, nice, not silent at all. <laughs> um, but this purple, they're a little less pressed than the browns, and you know, I uh, purple switches matter, not brown switches. But um, god damn, am I fucking pissed off about this USB pass through thing? Because it completely defeats it defeats the whole point. Yeah. of why I bought yeah. this. I had this before. I was trying to eliminate the number of unnecessary cables that are just plugged into my computer. Yeah, imagine if this was if this had like three USB password uh, <sighs> pass-through ports. <laughs> the cable would just be two inches thick. It would be just as easy to like, have, like take that nine and have it in plug end. into a USB hub and then plug that into my computer. Yeah. This doesn't save me any, doesn't, wor- no, any work at no. all. Oh, I'm so fucking irritated by this. Anyway, um... What else? This week, I was a bartender at a private party, uh-huh. my first night of bartending, and I got a lot of great compliments. I got compliments like, where do you bartend? <laughs> uh, or do you have like a company that you do this for? Or no, I'm just a guy that, that agreed to too much. Yeah. Um, I made a lot of money in tips, which is pretty cool. And I will now definitively say that I make the best old fashions around. Yeah, I already say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I try and be humble about my 
my old But apparently, I mean, you've done the research. I've done the research. I've tried old fashions other places. Um, the only place that comes close is Hotel Indigo here in town. And even it there's, real, I'm it, like, eh, you're, you're doing a little too much. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very simple recipe. Yeah. It's amazing how often it gets fucked up. Yep. But yeah, so I'm I'm now very confident with the number of compliments that I got on my drinks. I see I, for a guy who was asked to do it like 12 hours before it yeah, was yeah. it was needed. I guess a little bit more than that, maybe like 18 hours before. Uh, it seems like I was the only one there that had a plan, <laughs> which is also annoying. But yeah, it was it was fun. It was a, it was a Halloween party. Get this, Tim, in a mausoleum. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so there were a lot of people's in twenties costumes because it, the the mausoleum is built sure, in the twenties. Sure. Art, Art Deco. But uh, there were also there was there was a couple that was there dressed as Rick O'Connell and Evie, whatever her fucking last name is, uh-huh. and from the Mummy. Yeah. The Brendan Fraser Mummy. Yes. Would, that those were awesome. There was a couple that came as a uh, Roger and Jessica Rabbit. That was fun. Huh. One of the tour guides was dressed as a grave digger, and he looked fucking awesome. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I just wore all black. But yeah, it was a fun party, and it was it was nice to be able to flex uh, my skills a little bit, flex a new set of skills. I a guess. New, yeah, yeah. 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 And and absolutely confirm that I am the greatest. <laughs> uh, what about you, Tim? What did you do? How was your Halloween? Yeah, Halloween was great. Um, we actually got trick or treaters this year. Uh, you know, the last. You know, ten years it was just a steep decline mm-hmm. of. In some years it was nothing. Got a whole bowl of candy to myself now. Yeah, right. We got some this year, including including the neighbors. But, um, I thought you were about to say including Clint Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard, why? What? Why are you here? What is Clint Howard doing here, dude? Just so I can put the candy in the bag. <laughs> the only no no. no. So I would give Clint Howard candy if he if he for some reason trick or treated at my house uh-huh. unless he was wearing an ice cream man uh, uniform. What was he an ice cream man in uh, Austin Powers? No, do you not know he is in a horror movie? I think it's called The Ice Cream Man. Oh, where he is an evil killer ice cream man. I thought you were talking about the skullet guy from uh, Phantasm, who <laughs> kind of looks like Clint Howard and drove an ice cream van. <laughs> That's right. There yeah. was a guy, a weird, a weird guy in Phantasm. Yeah. yeah. No, if, uh, no, the only reason I would not give Clint Howard I, <laughs> candy yeah. unless he showed up dressed as Bell, Bell, Belloc. Blaylock? Baylock. No, is, Blaylock. Is it, is it Blaylock? From uh, Where No Man Has Gone Before, mm. the second pilot of Star Trek, the original series. Yeah. And then I, but, uh, but I'd have to, you'd have to say, uh, what you got to say it, Clint Howard. You got to say it. What do I want to drink? What do I want to drink, Clint Howard? The answer is Tranya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to work Halloween, and I was pissed because the show, I asked on the advance, hey, are we allowed to wear Halloween costumes? And they just never answered that question. Oh, that sucks. Those fucking pricks. And then their show wasn't even that good, and it ran late. I was very annoyed with it. The, the, they didn't really have any plan. Normally, they're like, yeah, we need 40 hands, Okay. Four, I'm going to call 40 people. And then they get there and they're like, all right, we need 10 lighting guys. We need eight audio guys. We need six carpenters. Sure. We need four backline guys. What? And, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we got all that. This one, they're just like, yeah, I need like six guys. Like, you need them for what? Well, for? Yeah. well I, I just need them right now and then I'll, I'll give them back. 
And so it was just total chaos the whole night of getting people. And then we get to loadout and there, and this guy comes up. He's like, yeah, I need six audio guys. Like, okay. Uh, you, 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 and you, your audio guys now. And then I have hands coming up to me and saying like, Oh, uh, I know you put me in this department based on like your conjecture of what departments were needed. But, um, the guy told me he wanted me back this evening. Like that would have been great information for me to know like seven and a half hours ago. Fucking you're in video now live with it. Uh, so that was a lot of not fun. But it's over now. On to the next thing. Uh, what? Oh, we've got uh, care packages. Yes. We've got one here from Jay. So we got Hound sent us. I got this one. This came actually like what, early last week, and I just opened it, not sure what it was. Uh-huh. And then I realized, I looked at the package and realized what it was. Um, but it's a metal call bell, the smiley face, I think to counter our buzzers that we uh-huh. play every now and again much like the bad cucks bill yep i've always had an obsession with desk bells like i it takes a lot a lot for me not to put to ring them when i see them places even if there's a guy standing right there every, every is that not everyone no i just assume it's my aut- autism oh because i'm the same way <laughs> you see a bell you want to ring it I was at Target years and years ago. The the bell that I used for Mad Cucks, I was at Target years and years ago, and it was like in the men's section for some reason. And I just bought it, and it sat on my. It's you. You remember it was when I was in college. I lived at that apartment. Yeah, and um, it just sat on my television stand, and I would just ring it sometimes. Yeah, for absolutely no reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? I'm just going to pull everything out. Okay. Uh, this is a pair of in-ear monitors. Uh, I don't know if they're... Oh, these are like stage in-ear oh, monitors. Oh, sweet. We got more of these uh, those things you had to 16-ounce water bottles. Uh, uh, here's a thing in a, in a zip pouch. Uh, two flash drives in a zip pouch. Uh-oh. Thank thing. you. Thank you. Uh, the money will be in your account soon. <laughs> I got more stickers too. Sweet. FDC with the Homer donut. Fuse, the cat. Is this an Undertale sticker? Or audio cables. So uh, this is a pin, but it's like a hollow pin. You see that? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's awesome. It's cool. I can't. Lenticular is the it's word. It's lenticular. Yes. Uh, it's like a skull on an upside down pentagram, which is pretty awesome. Uh, that's going to go on my uh, Casey Jones Halloween costume. Oh, nice. You want a ginger chew? Uh, I bet those are spicy. Peanut butter ginger oh, chews. Peanut butter ginger chews. Pe- yeah, try to say that five times fast. No, nah, I'd probably end up saying something about the Holocaust on accident. <laughs> oh, that's good. And oh, that is really good. Yeah, I'm not as uh, I thought it'd be a little more more zingy. Another set in your monitors, the fragrant zither secret garden. Oh, these are wireless, wireless earbuds. Crazy. Yeah, hi- hybrid in ear monitors. Oh, here's a tiny box that I missed that has um little velveteen bags in them. Something inside the bag. Like a coin or something? Yeah, like a 10-day chip. Holy shit, it's a septum! 
<laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Inventory, one septimatic. <laughs> That's You mean one enough. gold. One gold, yeah. That is awesome. I have the mod that, that changes it to septums. The empire is law. The law is sacred. Akatosh. Praise it be to Akatosh and all and, of the divines. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude, that is fucking cool. As someone who's played too many hours of Skyrim uh -huh. to keep track of. And it looks like some uh, some nice cloth wipes, electronics wipes. We got one. We have, we got some special ones last time. The ones, the Hillary Clinton thing? Yeah. yeah. These are just regular. Yeah, but they're big. Oh, yeah. Usually they're like wipe off a third of that size. Or even smaller, they're like post-amp size. Uh -huh. You can actually clean something with these. I'm going to have to keep this on my desk at work for cleaning my glasses. So, yeah, we get the, we got some of uh, those, we call them, crystallite things. Yeah, where you add them to the water bottle yeah. and they taste great. Congrats on five years of my favorite podcast. Y'all got me through grad school, a move, and almost two years of Clown World. So I wanted to send something a little more substantial than coffee and stickers. I know these are late, to be, but to be fair, the Empire just can't mint coins whenever it wants. Stay furious, Jay. Thank you, Jay. He's actually like two weeks early, but... To five years? Yeah. That is, yeah, he actually is technically, because it's 260 will be the actual five-year mark. Uh, man, that's fucking cool. That septum is like... I think I might that might end up replacing the coin that I carry in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tim. Uh, we'll find out. I'll I'll, I'll I'll tell you what's on these flash drives later. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna. Why don't we use my USB pass through to find out? <laughs> these aren't flash drives; they're just USB extensions. Oh, are they? I think so. Portapow data blocker. Huh? Are they, oh, I wonder if it's like a. Um, it must be like. I wonder what this weird flash drive does. Let me plug it into my computer, but I'll plug it into the one that I have this data blocker port on, so it doesn't fuck up my shit up. Or maybe it's maybe it's so you can plug a, you can plug your phone into a computer, but not have it transfer data. Only only charge it. But your phone usually just has a thing that says, well, "What do you want to do? Data or power or both?" Uh, we'll have to look that up after the show. Now I'm worried to plug it in. Okay. Uh, then we have these these from from Hound that I believe these I believe these are both sign and return. Other than the bell, he'll have to clarify that. Where'd I put the knife? Right here. So there's that one. I'll open this one. <laughs> Do I fucking call it or what? <laughs> oh my god. I got It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I got the much better movie. It's a copy of Rhinestone. That's a different box than mine, too. It's the, um, it's a Spanish, it's a Spanish version. Um, oh my God. Dirija Poor Blob Clark, Una Pereja Explosiva. <laughs> yeah, guess who's not getting this back? <laughs> <laughs> in fact, in fact, I'm not going to give him, him these back. I'm not. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to send him my copy of rhinestone that that i purchased and did not pay for uh -huh. so there's that and right under over here under i should be it's a wonderful life on dvd uh, that i assume is the same as his boom i'm gonna so we'll sign these two that were actually have been in this house for yeah. long periods <laughs> of time and we'll send you those back and we'll make these replace them 
So cool. Yeah, I'm keeping Spanish rhinestone. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to buy another DVD. But I'm, L. Rhinestone. L. Rhinestone. <laughs> well, thank you for those gifts, gentlemen. We yeah, do guys. appreciate it. Early five five years, and now just like a pile of trash on <laughs> on the studio desk. Uh, well, let's get into some issues, Tim. What's your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Uh, data wars. So, um, this is a, here's a news story. Um, apparently Roku is in a fight with YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about this. I have not. Um, apparently in April, the YouTube TV app was removed from Roku. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, uh, in just over a month, Roku plans to remove the actual plain old YouTube app. Really? From its store. Um, so if I already have it on my TV, I'm fine, but... As, as long as you don't delete it, I think you'll be fine. Because oh. uh, Twitch, when, when Amazon started their own thing, they unlisted the Twitch app. Um, but I could still use mine uh, since I still had, had it downloaded. But apparently now they're also uh, thinking about uh, getting rid of Amazon Prime's app. So what's the fucking point? So here's the thing. I thought this was Roku being bitchy. It's, it's the... No, it's the other way around. Uh, this is a quote um, between uh, about the struggle between Amazon and Roku. One likely battlefront in the coming negotiations uh, to renew their contract will be access to viewing data. During last year's discussions between Amazon and Roku, Amazon pushed for detailed viewing data about what Roku subscribers watch across all apps. Oh. Not just their own. According to people that are familiar with uh, the talks. Because they get that from the Fire Stick. Yes. And and uh, Google, Google gets, gets that from, from Chromecast. Yep. So Roku is the holdout. Thank God bless Roku. Right. Uh, if Amazon gets such data, it can match that information with what it knows about customer purchases on its site and on its Fire Stick and figure out... Um, what people are buying on Amazon after seeing ads on Roku. Uh, this mm. also includes IMDb TV's app. Uh, but yeah, I don't understand. It's like um, when your parents are, when your parents are getting divorced mm-hmm. and uh, they split up. You have to decide which toys go where. Yeah. Yeah. You have to decide like, well, you can bring your PlayStation over to mom's. Um, but yeah. the GameCube has to say it dads. Yeah. It's like, but, but, but all my friends that I play smash with go over to my dad's. It's, it's like, it's all a bunch of, you know? Yeah. And then they're like trying to bribe you mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, you can have you can your get a free Chromecast. Yeah. You can have your friend over later. If, uh, if you tell me what dad's girlfriend's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing is we're going we're going back. It's now even worse than cable. Yep. You know, we we used to say why can't I just buy all my channels individually, and then now we can do that, mm-hmm. right? But now every channel wants twenty dollars because yes. they think they're the best. Like uh-huh. you, you don't have anything worth that. <laughs> uh, but simultaneously, also, it's like okay, well, if you want Amazon Prime now, not only do you need to 
subscribe to Amazon Prime for $100 a year. You whatever. have to buy a Fire Stick. You also have to buy a Fire Stick because we're not going to put our shit on Chromecast. But it might still be on Chromecast because I'm sure they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll share all the data you want. Mm-hmm. And Roku's like, no, this is none of your fucking business. Roku's the original, the OG cord cutter solution. Yeah. I stand with Roku 100% of the Me way. Me too. I'd be happy not to fucking watch YouTube ever again. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing that good on there anyway. No, it reminds me of. It's the same thing. Like, what when, am I going to watch? Hack the movies? Come on. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of when you know, like the satellite or or your cable company is like, AMC is raising its rates. Yep. And so we're going to loot. We're going to drop them in two months. But go ahead and call this number if you don't want us to call one eight hundred. Stop AMC. Yeah. And let them know you want to yes. keep your AMC on Direct TV. Yeah, it's exactly that. Uh, it, it's the two thousand. <laughs> whatever 2021 version of that fucking stupid letter that yep. they send you in the mail or put on, or when you switch the channel, yes. it'll, I've seen that. I've seen that recently. I think I was at, I was in a hotel and I turned on the TV and like, it was in still in the guide, but when yeah. you click onto it, it's like due to negotiations, this content is not yeah. available. Like, Fuck you guys. Right. Like that, that, that's, that shit doesn't need to drip down to the consumer. Yeah. How how much how much are you really going to gain from knowing what I watch on Netflix? Yeah. Or YouTube or or Tubi or whatever. How yeah. much? Fucking nothing. Nothing. Fuck you. And the other, Roku you actually pay for. That's probably why the only reason why they're defending us. Oh, because people have to buy the box. Yeah, because I I am a Roku customer. Right, whereas the Chromecast, there's those things are basically free. There's always yeah. some way to get one for yep, free. Always, uh, the Amazon Fire Sticks, they're always like, buy an Alexa, it comes with a free Amazon Fire Stick, uh-huh. buy the Echo, whatever, and it Fire Prime. Isn't there, there one? It's an Echo Fire now that you attach the TV. Am I crazy for thinking that? No, there's, yeah, those things they're always trying to get, they want to get those devices in your homes because you are the product, you're not the cons- cons- customer. <laughs> But for Roku, at least for now, you're still the customer. Yeah. As as terrible as their remotes are, with the fucking pre-programmed buttons that you sit sure. on, and you're trying yeah. to watch Chappelle's show on Netflix, and you sit on it, and it launches Sling. Showtime, yeah. Or, or RDO, because you have an older Roku remote. Fuck and is RDO? It was RDIO. It was like... Pandora. Oh, that's right. Yes. But it went defunct. I yeah. just, the only reason I remember this is my mom used RDIO uh-huh. to play music for my sister, and then it went defunct. But it was a built-in button to her remote. Yeah, yeah. So it went defunct. The channel's not there. But if you sit on it, the Roku would be like, "Oh, I need to launch." R- oh, well, wait. Where's RDIO? It does. What is? Oh, and the whole thing would lock down and restart. <laughs> I'd love to see a remote that only had defunct apps on it yeah i, I want to <laughs> say that that remote might have also had the blockbuster button on it too. it's like rdo blockbuster um with ultraviolet yep and uh what else uh, who who knows twitch after or any of the ones that have changed names now sure, too yeah because that that all happens speaking of name changes are you going are you excited about meta the new meta you're gonna get no. on meta you know, no. I, I quit Facebook years ago because it was terrible. But now that they've called it Meta, uh-huh. I think that I'm gonna go ahead and also not have that. <laughs> I saw a news story that was like uh, Facebook trying to get Gen Z to join with, with the new Meta name change. Uh, here's what Gen Z thinks about Facebook. <laughs> uh, no thanks. It's full of old people. Yeah, 
they they know that they're boomer book. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things that want to harvest your data, mm -hmm. that's why they want more Gen Zers on there. Yes. To harvest their data. To harvest their data. They're there because the Gen Zers are now starting to uh, enter the workforce. Yeah. Gen uh, data is king these days. That's what all of this stuff is, is going to keep coming down yeah. to. Yeah. And the more apps we have, like Signal, you know, that just denied uh -huh. the FBI access to its user data. Nice. Or even, I hate to say it, Apple for allegedly keeping user data private, Roku trying to keep user data private. Like those are the companies that you need to take a, more, a stronger interest in because. Yeah. Everyone else is trying to get all your shit all the time, and there's only so much you can do on your own end to block that stuff from happening, which is pretty unfortunate. Maybe that's what these flash drive things are for. That is what they're for. I looked them up while you were doing the first. It's a it it is. You plug your phone into a USB port, and it interrupts. Only power comes over the, nice. the cable. So nice. Yeah, it would also be fun as a prank. Right, you take someone's mouse, unplug it, plug it into that, plug it back in. Thing lights up. That's my <laughs> fucking mouse not working. Yeah, what is going on? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, uh, have you tried restarting your computer? Go ahead, restart your restart computer. Restart your computer. Yeah. yeah. And then oh, let me let me get back here and take a look. And then you plug one into the keyboard too. <laughs> <laughs> now the keyboard's not working. That's lighting up. It's that gamer keyboard. It's all lit up. I'm, I'm, I'm stumped. You got too much Cheeto dust in there. You got to clean it. Yeah, you got to clean it up. Take out one one key at a time. Yep. And clean it. It says it shows on the box that you can rinse it with water. Yeah. You have to go rinse that out. Yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. Have you you seen those kiosks right where you plug your phone in and it'll like charge it out at a, pl a public event places? They'll have them. They'll have them at like convention centers or the mall. And or I think it's a charging kiosk. Yeah, it's a kiosk and it's got a bunch of cables that dangle down that are all the like, oh, sure, pigtail sure. ones and yeah. it's got connections for everything. Although most of them are old now, so they don't have USB C. Yeah, they, they all just have micro USB, micro USB. And, and lightning. And a lot of them are fucked up. But yeah, you plug your phone in and it's like, we'll give you a charge. And I've seen some where you um I've seen some where you like are supposed to pay you, you swipe and it'll give you a certain amount and some you're not, but yeah, I, huh. I wouldn't trust those. No. And I, I know that Android now defaults to not letting data through, but I'm, there's always, yeah, a there's always a back door. Uh, if, if porn has taught us anything. Yeah. There's always a back door. And that's what, that's what this Amazon shit is trying to be. I, I th honestly thought it was Roku being not wanting to pay a licensing fee too. I didn't know it was, about them wanting to harvest user data. Harvest user data, you mean? It's gonna. It, it's. I think it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be bigger than uh, a couple years ago when. Uh, what was what was the big internet thing a couple years ago? Net neutrality. Net neutrality. It's gonna yeah. be bigger than that. Yeah, it's, it's way bigger than that because yeah. it actually affects you. It's so that when you log into Amazon, they can be like, "Why are you watching Star Trek on Netflix? We got all six seasons." Yep. of or, Star Trek Discovery for you here. Or if Roku had, you know, you know, bowed in, they they could say like, you know, oh, you watched Star Trek uh on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Uh and we know that so now we know that you like Star Trek, even though you haven't watched it on Amazon. 
so they can go ahead and say here buy Star Trek stuff. Yeah, yeah. I used to do that with Hulu when I had Hulu for free through my Spotify subscription. Every time I'd watch a series, I would start a new profile. Yeah, part and I st- it started out as self defense because I watched Letterkenny so many times as a pain in the ass to try and watch it again. So it would, it would pop in thirty would, seconds, yeah, in, in, fifteen in minutes into an yep. episode and stuff. So I just started creating, and then I, and then I thought, well, if I watch across a bunch of profiles, they can't ever build. They'll they've probably figured it out, but they're it's not native naturally building a profile where it's like, yes. oh, you like to watch these certain things. And then when I finished a show, I would just delete it. Or sometimes I'd watch like two shows in one profile and then delete it. And I'd go watch another two shows in another profile. And uh, that's what we're doing now. But well, yeah, what they want to be able to see is they want to serve you better ads. And when you So when I watch a sitting marathon, you know, Squid Game on, yeah. on Netflix on my Roku and then the next day I sit down and open up YouTube. YouTube's like 10 top 10 things you didn't notice in squid game. Season one, <laughs> big arrow circle guys, soy face. Oh, <laughs> number 10. It's in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It is in Korean. Number nine, 46,000 yen is actually <laughs> internet user Tim the Handlebreaker Googled it and figured out. <laughs> that, that is, that's what they want yeah. because that'll keep you watching. But at least for me, like their suggestions all fucking suck. Yeah. They've always fucking sucked. Like you just said, Squid Game. I, Squid Game is the first thing I've watched that has been in Korean on Netflix. Yeah. As soon as I, not even finished Squid Game, I was still watching it halfway through. It's like, now recommended, here's a bunch of Korean shit. My, um, like that's the thing that draws, that's the thing that drew me to Squid Game was that it's Korean. Sure. <laughs> so my sister has uh, Down syndrome. She yeah. watches. My, my mom just puts on she has shows like that she responds yes. to. there are shows she likes there are shows she do, absolutely does not like and so my mom will put on the same shows over and over and over again and so for instance one of them is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the yeah. cartoon show yeah. and it's on Hulu and she just hits play my mom does her work from home my sister watches it until it goes are you still watching and then she goes gets my mom and gets her hit the button or change to change to something else yeah well one of the things on hulu is that hulu specifically is that there's no way to set it to not automatically play the next episode Uh. so if you get to the end of teenage mutant ninja turtles it goes oh well you must want to watch whatever our hot thing is now that we're promoting. Oh yeah. They just put it on the end of everything. Castle rock or, uh, so that happened once. three of the wives, hand wives tale. Handmaid's tale. Yeah. yeah. It it played some show that's in Spanish. Okay. I, I don't know why, but that's what it popped up. And so two or three episodes of that played before it got interrupted and then all of the ads from my mom's Hulu were in Spanish. Oh, man. It's like, you did this. And uh, people say targeted advertising works. And I got to say, it absolutely fucking does not. Because <laughs> I go on Amazon, for instance, right? And I order like, oh, I need a new pair of gloves. Let me, I'm going to go look at some, you know, I want leather gloves with a, a wool lining. Let me go yeah. look on the shop. You click find, through a bunch of click stuff. Click through a bunch of stuff. Look at them. Find a good deal. Like, I like that color. I like that style. And I order this pair. Yeah. Those gloves come, 
I'm like, all right, these are great. I like these gloves. I'm going to wear these gloves this winter. I got them. Those are the gloves I wanted. And then it's like, and then it's like, uh, inspired by your shopping trends, here's 11 million more pairs of gloves. Like, yeah. Oh, really only need one pair of gloves. <laughs> Apparently, like it's, it's, it's every, every time you buy something new on Amazon, Amazon suddenly thinks, oh. He must this, need three of them. He, he must need a bunch of them, or, or he, he really got into gloves. <laughs> he must own like a glove company or something. We need to like give him all the gloves we sell. And I, I get it for some things that maybe you buy multiples of, like a scarf. Yeah. If you bought a scarf, you know, I bought a red scarf. Maybe I could also get a blue scarf. Cause right. Different I understand apps. why Amazon recommends me a bunch of comic books. Exactly. <laughs> but some for some things, you buy one and that's it. Like when I bought my dehydrator, yeah. the next three months, it's like new deal on lightning deal on dehydrator. Yeah. It's like, I just, not only did I just buy a dehydrator, I bought that dehydrator that you're advertising yes. me. Yeah. It's in my orders. It says, do you want to buy this again? Yeah. No. <laughs> or... Or oh, you know what's what's bad about it too is like uh, presents, right? Oh yeah, you buying someone a Christmas present uh, from Amazon. Yeah. Amazon thinks you bought it. You I must be the one using it. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely need that uh, My Little Pony omnibus collection that I bought Tim for his birthday. Yeah. of course I want more <laughs> My Little Pony toys. Or um, or not even buying not even buying stuff will you know yeah it'll it's just shopping will put so it in like there. when someone's like look at this funny Amazon listing and you click it and you're like ah <laughs> oh, these reviews are hilarious oh wait that's for a fifty gallon steel drum of lube yep now Amazon thinks I'm a pervert <laughs> yeah check out this funny link or you know what was that this is why I'm broke.com and I'd have all those Amazon links. Like, Holy interesting shit. Stuff. you remember that website? <laughs> yeah. From uh, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And you just go on that or uh, there were, there were a bunch of them. There was just, a web ring of those kind yeah, of things. They just harvested Amazon. I can have cheeseburger.com. Yeah. And you just like click them and you go, Oh wow. That's the neat. people of Walmart, but not $20 neat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but th- those were all just image postings sure. the, this there was like that one and then there was like cool stuff for twenty dollars that, that yeah was, those are the, the things that are just now youtube videos yeah they were just amazon aggregators and yes but i would you go look at them and go oh that's kind of neat no that's not twenty five dollars neat sure. but it's kind of yeah. neat and then it's like oh do you want fun internet desk magnet gizmo <laughs> no i do not no it's a it's a it's a spherical rubik's cube if they, but then they say, well, if the if it was too good, you would be afraid, right? If it if it like popped up and it's like, oh, I mean the the way the YouTube gets scarily, the way that they say that YouTube's not listening to us, but they're listening oh they're to listening us. to us, yeah. Like I'm sure that you and I are going to go on Amazon later today, and it's going to be like uh, septum actual minted septum yes. five yeah. pack five dollars or something. Yep. Um, or YouTube be like this, this guy like I mentioned my own septum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know what it's not showing me? Funny Picard Beverly memes. <laughs> Where's that yeah. YouTube? Where's that YouTube channel? Yeah. Maybe we need to make it now that we have our <laughs> Picard and Beverly's. Anyway. Yeah, that's a great issue, Tim. Thank you. Well, here's what I don't get. <laughs> Bringing it to work. So, I've always I've always had this this uh weird thought that 
stagehands were a specific type of people where you didn't allow your personal life to interfere with your work uh-huh. life because there were people that I did I worked with that I didn't get along with but we could work together. Sure, there were people that I worked well with that are there were people that I liked enough, friendly people, but yeah. we didn't 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 hang out didn't hang out because yeah. didn't work together because they were not a good worker, and I thought that was a nice dichotomy. We could kind of put it all behind us when we get yeah, to work. Yeah. And apparently, as I've discovered over the last few months, I'm the only person that's done that's ever <laughs> thought that. And I just don't get why you take you take your personal shit and leave it at home. Nobody fucking cares. Uh, this weekend, apparently, I found out two of the stagehands that work for me dated in the last year or so uh-huh. so over the last few months the female has come to me several times and said don't put me on the same crew as guy okay gotcha but i've never asked why because i don't fucking care yeah yeah <laughs> and i just i was happy to okay i'll make sure i'll try and make sure you guys yeah. aren't put on the same crew no problemo well it's the middle of loadout this weekend and I look over and the woman is yelling at the man, telling her to give him, give her something that he has. And he has nothing. He's given her the thing. She's trying to get the parts to put in the storage bin yeah, so they can leave. Uh-huh. And he doesn't have the parts in his hands. Okay. She is losing it at him. Yeah. And so I got to go put myself in the middle of this, which I don't want to do. No. And I walk up, I'm like, hold on, everybody. Let's all take a deep breath and cool it off. And then she's going, and he come at me from the other side, and I go, just shut up and walk away. You walk away. You walk away. Yeah. That's it. That This is me ending it in this moment, knowing that in when this loadout is done, I've got to go have words yes. with both of them about leaving the their- same way. The same way if, if it was two dudes yeah. about to have a fight. I got to go have the, the now a very uncomfortable conversation. Yes. So end of the loadout, I pulled, pulled the woman aside and I'm like, look, I don't know what the situation is with you and him. I don't really care, but that is absolutely not acceptable for, for here. You need to leave that stuff at home. I realize you have personal things. If you, you need to stay away from him, if you need to walk away from a crew, then that's what you need to do. But we can't have shouting matches on the floor during a loadout. That is absolutely unacceptable. And then I go talk to him and he's like, how, what, what, how is she talking to me? And just goes and goes and goes and, and totally defensive. It's like, look, you heard what I said to her. <laughs> I'm saying, telling you the exact same thing. Yep. It's, Dude, don't shit where you eat. <laughs> and if you do fucking leave it at home i you ever go to a restaurant you like go to a restaurant and you tell the the waitress having a bad day because she's all like fucking slappy with yeah, your shit yeah everything she hands she just like fucking slams yep. down on the table like bitch i i realize whatever's going on in your life probably not that great yep but you have to put that in your back pocket until your shift is over and work with it as much professionalism as you can muster to get through the day and then you can deal with whatever that is when you get off work. Yeah. Don't bring it to work. That's not the place for it. I don't understand people who can't separate those things. It's because here. It's because uh, here's where I, I remember it the most: school, mm. right? Especially high school. Someone has someone. If someone was having a bad day, you fucking knew. Yeah. Right. Uh, mouth off to the teacher, whatever. And then you go to college. And that's where the line should be drawn. That's where you kind of learn. 
yes. that you're not supposed to. Well, that's to- where you should be. You yeah. should be learning that uh, that shit is not acceptable in college. Um, especially when you, you're not a freshman anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think through the years with all the coddling and excellent. right. Yeah. Excellent point. Uh, that, that people just have not learned that you have to, you have to be able to be a different person or at least like be your neutral self. Yeah. In, you know, in a professional environment, you got to have your business self and then you got to have your personal self. You yep. can't keep it real 100% of the time because you're going to keep it real goes wrong. Keep when keeping it when real keeping goes wrong. When keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. I mean, Dave Chappelle was prescient. He was. Here's what pisses me off. Yeah. The Chappelle show is on Netflix. Yeah. Right. They have season one and season two, but they don't have the three episodes of season three that aired. Yeah. And do you know what sketches in season three? Do you know, Tim? Uh, the, the crib sketch? No. Yes, it is. Well, I don't care about that one. I'm talking about the greatest Chappelle show, maybe the second greatest Chappelle show sketch of all time. Howard Dean Bia. Oh, Howard Dean. That's season. That's a season that's three a sketch? That's a season three sketch, Tim. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Yeah, it's second episode of season three. So it's not on Netflix. Really? That's what I've been looking forward to the whole fucking time I'm oh, watching this no. show. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, wait, is it both bits? Um, yes, the vi- the, the video, mu- the and, music video. Yes, okay, because that the music was video, all one one okay. thing. The music video is a parody of a Buster of an old Busta Rhymes video. Yeah, which is great. Uh, anyway, yeah, you people just go. I'm I'm gonna keep it real 100 percent of the time, and I re- I respect you for that. But at the same time, like work has to get done. It only reflects poorly on you to to be like that. And the next time I'm looking at a call sheet, and it's like. Well, you guys are technically both evenly ranked. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, well, this person didn't create a fucking scene in the middle that yeah. made everyone around them uncomfortable. <laughs> I bet. And made me have to get involved in your personal life. I don't care about your personal life. I don't even like you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. it's, it's um, in the first episode of the next generation Picard's talking about the professional disconnect he has yeah, to leave between yeah. himself and the and the uh, lower crew so they can yep. look up to him. I I feel like I'm in a similar position where I so have that to, whole show that's what his whole character is about. His whole character show. arc is yeah. is learning to balance that. Yeah. But I kind of feel like maybe you motherfuckers should take a page <laughs> out of his book and you know step it down a little bit. Maybe they they these are all everyone that does it does this haven't hasn't seen TNG they, yeah and they fucked up they need to speaking of fucked up this phaser's backwards <laughs> this uh, little toy phaser that came with Picard the phaser beams coming out of the wrong fucking side it of the is. items <laughs> just noticed that anyway it's there's there is a person let's say you you work for a company right yeah. and your dad dies. There are there are times where you can't you can't leave it at home, yeah. right? But then the, then the thing to do is to take to day stay off. home. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody is people when you lose it at work. Someone's gonna go. Yeah, he. I mean, his dad died. He's having a real rough time. But but you know, he needs to keep it not yeah. at work. Whereas if you come into work, you act professionally, and all this stuff happens, and someone goes like, "Did you just hear his dad died? Like, why is he here?" They're gonna go. There's they're going to you're going to grow in status in their eyes. Yeah, this guy is working when you know he really shouldn't be. 
wow, that took a lot of, you know, caring yeah. and, and dedication and boom. Now you've, now the next time someone's looking at that list and going like, oh, we have layoffs or I'm going to, I need to give someone a raise. Yep. Like, well, you know, Tim, that one time Tim, he came in and he, he worked and he worked it, like nothing was going on. In fact, I'm going to give him an extra vacation day. I'm a, yeah. The, or, day he, or, the day he should have taken off. Yeah. Or yeah. One day it's like, Hey, uh, you know, clutch is playing over at the Brady. I was really hoping I'd get the day off. Be like, yeah, no problem. We can cover it. Yep. it it's going to benefit you in the long run to keep that professional disconnect between, between life and reality. And even, even in as much as the people that you are friends with, that you work with, like the way you treat them at work needs to be different than the way you treat them when you're not at work. And people will, people will see that. Like I've, I've spent time with stagehands not at work and I try and make a concerted effort to dress more casually, to Mm -hmm. address them more casually, to be more, uh, more like my normal self. Whereas when I'm at work, I, I obviously I deal with most things with a level of my sense of humor and a little bit of dry sarcasm, but not, but in a way that I'm definitely taking it seriously. And I try and just keep myself held to those standards. And I think that is why I have ended up the places that I have, because people look at me and they go, this is a guy like I was talking about that, uh, that a couple episodes ago, talking about trust the plan. Like, Oh, that's a guy who has a plan. Like, no, he doesn't have a plan. He just has like a (laughs) a set of few basic rules that he lives by and works under. And, it really makes it seem like there's a lot more going on under the surface than there is. And that's, you know, this, this, that's why I don't fucking tell people I host this podcast at work. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is, this is keeping it a hundred percent real all the time. You can't do that at work. Nope. Fucking if I was like, Oh yeah, I host this podcast. Here's, here's the link to the website. Here's how I actually feel about most of you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? No, that'll never no. work out. Nope. No, you have to you have to keep a certain play a certain amount of your life close to your vest. You know, don't nobody cares. Nobody cares about your fucking kid because it's it's also it's it, there's a professionalism to it, but then there's also just not being annoying. Like yeah, I, there there are people um, there are people that I work with that I found out like in the last few days have kids no fucking idea not a fucking clue they had kids. See that that's <laughs> that's the kind that's what you want. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't know you have kids. Oh, yeah, I have kids. N- neat. Don't need to see pictures of yeah. them. Don't need to hear about their pl- whatever. Just yeah, a little bit. Because we don't need to spend time sitting there talking, like showing. There's always that guy who's like, oh, look at what I did this weekend. He's showing you fucking photos on mm-hmm. his phone. Like, no one gives a fuck. Like, remember when I was telling the story about the the manager at my Toys R Us that got, pe- got maced by the thieves? Mm-hmm. I didn't like her. Because she was always whining about her kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the, there was a lady that trucking and tucking and I worked with and fucking every day it was about like her relationship problems, her mm. money problems, her, what was going on with her daughter, all this just chaotic energy of, I have to take care of all yeah. of these things constantly. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, same kind of person. You look like a fucking idiot to me. <laughs> And she was absolutely intolerable. Because we're getting paid the same amount. Yeah, we're getting no. She was getting paid more than me. Well, and you're complaining about money problems. Like, what do you think my fucking life is like? (laughs) The uh, there was this week on a call. 
I had a person walk into my office. Person A needs to go out to the car to let person B in because person B's bra strap broke and she needs to get something to fix it. Uh huh. I'm like, okay, that's uh, weird, but all right. So person A, she's got the keys to the car. I guess they rode in together. Okay, sure. Person A holds the keys up in front of me like I don't understand what keys are. Like this. You like the keys, Tim? You like the keys? (laughs) Uh, So she walks out. I'm like, yep, Uh, that's fine. Walks out of the office. And then like an hour later, I get a text message. Uh, yeah, so I actually had to drive person B back to my house in Broken Arrow so they could get their car so they could drive to their house in Owasso. Uh, so I'll try and be back as soon as I can. Jesus like, Christ. Fucking what? <laughs> this was supposed the to be building, a five minute. The building I need to go to we my car. work at is between Owasso and Broken Arrow. Yeah. So why did she drive from past us to you? For, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> And then about 35 minutes after that, I get a message. Actually, I'm out of gas. I don't have enough gas to make it back to the building and home and back to the building tonight. So it's all right because I've already missed so much if I just don't come back Holy in. Holy shit. And I'm like, what the f- what the fuck is happening in the world <laughs> that that this is ha- I have blown the ass out of pants. <laughs> I had I, this happened to me once on a call, right? I was a backstage technician for a show. Yeah. And I'm what I don't remember what I was doing, but the the whole just seam of my pants just exploded. Oh yeah, that's yeah. And there were we, these. We were working a show together once, and that happened to me. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, shit, my." And there were my my show blacks, not my like regular day pants. And yeah. my regular day pants were khakis, like bright khakis. Yeah, so, so you they, couldn't. It wasn't even jeans, where I could kind of yeah. fudge it. So I put my jeans, I think it was when I was changing clothes and I like stepped on them weird. I don't remember. I remember for me, it was, I had stepped on a riser that was way too tall and, and you like, yeah, blew out. Yeah. So I just went and got a roll of gaff tape and went back in, into the, the crew room and taped the whole yeah. clothes as best I could and wore those pants and did the show call. I didn't like make drive, a, <laughs> make a whole fucking production of the whole yeah. thing. It's like, you were bringing way too much. You're bringing chaos with you to work. And I can't have this level of chaos because if you start walking out to go run errands in the middle of your shift, why yeah. can't every fucking one else? Yep. yep. And that's, I deal with so much of that with people wanting to, wanting me to, wanting to send me their, their schedule. Oh, this is my schedule for the next couple of weeks. Of the, no, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I handle my schedule and what you're working for me, not, what you're doing outside of those outside of those hours, do not give a single fuck. I think too many people are used to like nine to five jobs where you can do that. Yeah, where you you tell your manager like I'm gonna need Thursday off because I've got a dentist appointment. Like if I have work for you on a Thursday and you've got a dentist appointment, the answer is no. No. Yeah. No, or or there, there's another question there, right? Like I have a dentist appointment at two. Do you think we'll be done by two? No. Then I can't take the call. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe next time. Yeah, that that's that's it. Not like I have a dentist appointment, especially not fucking showing up. Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> now that I'm here ready for work and you can't really replace me. Yep, I've got somewhere I've got to be at four thirty this afternoon. So if I could leave at like three o'clock, that would be great. What the fuck are you talking? What <laughs> this call was scheduled from eight to eight. Yeah, 
Suddenly you're fucking 415 in it? People, I, yeah, I don't understand the... I think it's just people used to jobs where you can just... Oh, yeah, I'm going to cut out early, boss. I'll come. I'll put in an extra 45 minutes tomorrow. Yep. Show's that's not, not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's not how this works. It's different. It is. And you have to... And like, and you creating chaos for me just diminishes you in my eyes. Like, leave it at home. Leave the chaos at home. It's much easier for me to go like, oh, person couldn't make it on Thursday because they had some other commitment versus you coming and going, you creating personal drama. Yeah. It, and... and the number of everybody seems to have a beef with everybody else. You know, I can't tell you how many people I can't tell you how many pairings there are where someone has come to me and said, uh, by the way, that Tim, the handlebreaker guy, uh, you gotta be watch out for him because of horror story, horror story, horror story. <laughs> like, I understand that my predecessors uh, witnessed that and they have that whole thing, but, uh, I kind of believe in letting people have a second chance and not letting them be defined by the, the bad day they had when a guy who got taken out of this position because he was an embezzler, mm-hmm. uh, because that guy didn't like them. I'm, I'm very neutral on to everybody. <laughs> most, most ways. Yeah. Uh, so when that person and I have an issue or when that person causes an issue that causes people that make higher decisions than I do to make a decision, I'll abide by that, but I'm not going by the hearsay of your personal beef with this person because you've got something going on. People like, oh, uh, yeah, you're going to have to let me know if that Tim, if that truck and tuck is going to be on this call because, uh, you know, we might, we might have problems. Like if you don't want to work with people, then you need to not come in. Yeah. You need to put it behind you because that guy doesn't have a fucking problem with you being here and working on another crew. You've got a fucking problem with him working on another crew. Then you need to say, no, I won't work. And then you can handle the fucking punishment. Don't try and get someone else. Don't get someone else <laughs> taken off the job yeah. because you have some fucking personal beef or vendetta. That's none of my fucking business. My business is getting shit done. That's it. I if you're going to be an inhibitor to that, then you need to not be here. Yeah. A lot of people vastly overestimate the amount uh, of care other people have for them. Yeah. There are 400 other people that would love, would like to have your spot. People think other people think about them too much. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. That's what the, this beef that happened this weekend, uh, the guy and I ended up getting back together uh, after I lectured him post-call, then yeah, I yeah. ran into him again, and I was I said, and we were outside of kind of Work. the working hours, yeah. and, and I said, look, I get it. I understand the position you're in. I've been there myself. It happens. It sucks. But you've got to put that behind. You've got to let that go and also not, not hold on to this. Nobody else is going to remember this tomorrow. It, it was, it was a two minute deal. Yeah. No one's going to care. You're not going to walk in. No one's whispering about you on Monday on the next show. Yeah. They've all, they've all got 30 other things they're yep. thinking about. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'll try and keep that point of view. Like I'm absolutely serious. No one, no one, you're yeah. going to remember this. She's going to remember this. And maybe I'm going to remember this. I'm not going to hold it against you unless it becomes a bigger problem. And I'm no one else here is going to care. No, you're, you're a nice enough guy. You work hard. That's really what people care about. That's what it comes down to when you're at work, when you're at work, keep it out of work. Yeah. 
fucking FedEx guy comes up. His wife just left me. He's just like, fucking bitch. <laughs> that bitch bought all kinds of shit from Amazon. Just like fucking <laughs> spikes your packages right into the ground. Can you imagine that? You'd be like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? <laughs> uh, whereas you can't, you can't imagine that, right? But you can imagine yourself like going to work, being pissed off because like your breakfast sandwich was cold in the middle. Yeah, yeah. We all have bad days. And that's also why I try and, you know, when someone, when they have that meltdown at, in the thing, like, I, okay, you got it out of your system. You now know that yes. I know there's a problem. <laughs> Let's not have this happen ever again. Yeah. And we can all just live happily ever after. You, me, and the lamppost. But anyway, that's my issue. And that brings us to Miller episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you by... The Blackface Lawyer. News. Network. I'm calling the police. Two if you count the cows. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us uh, from the plan. Oh, we're going to trust it? We got to trust the plan. Okay. Uh, do you know what the current... Uh, the most recent... Uh, point in the plan is tab shitting your pants. No, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a gathering in Dallas, Texas in anticipation of the return of John F. Kennedy jr. uh, Who will announce a 2024 presidential run alongside Donald Trump. Um, So Kennedy's running for president with Donald as his VP. I'm not sure uh, which, (laughs) which way it is, but um, yeah, apparently, uh, Yesterday, a crowd was gathered at um, the AT and T Discovery District in downtown Dallas. Many of people, with many people wearing Trump JFK Jr. twenty twenty four shirts, ahead of an expected announcement from Kennedy himself today. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened yet, but you know today's not oh, over. It, no, it's not over. No, today's not over. It's not um, over until the fat lady sings. Yes, on that Independence Day. Yeah. Um. Apparently. Uh, he is expected to emerge from two decades of hiding to be two decades. Yeah. Cause he died in the nineties. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it, I was thinking, uh, I was, I heard decade and, and thought, uh, centennial. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he will emerge from two decades of hiding to be named vice president to a reinstated Trump who will in turn become the King of Kings. Well, I thought Jesus was King Kings. I'm really losing track of what's going on here. Well, hopefully, uh, it's like a triple man ballot where it's it's Trump, JFK Jr., Jesus, mm, Jesus as Speaker of House. Yes, yeah, awesome. And the and uh, this the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. What a! I just imagine. I imagine the the verse in Clint Eastwood that the drummer sings. Uh huh. But JFK. Like that, whole, that video yeah, that JFK yeah. comes like out of a pod. <laughs> it comes out of the sky. Do, 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 do. Finally, someone let me out of my cage. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't aged a day. Yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, well, our next news story is some. Um, and you know, you know that it's true, right? Because Elaine Bennis, right? Okay, here's why. Okay. Right, because in the the contest episode of Seinfeld, what, yes. what are they what are they competing about? Uh, not masturbating. And what month? No, is not it? November. Oh yeah. So, and what does Elaine Bennis lose the contest to? I don't remember. John F. Kennedy Jr. 
That's how oh. you know this has to be real, Tim. John F. Kennedy Jr., she takes a cab with him to Jerry's apartment. That's right. Then John F. Kennedy fucks the virgin. Yeah. But it's not just that. Not just that, Tim, right? Because John F. Kennedy is going to be vice president. Elaine Bennis, uh, what's her name? Veep. She won a <laughs> Emmy for Veep. Veep. <laughs> it's all been written in the Seinfeld historical documents, Tim. It's all written there if you just watch the Seinfeld you watch Seinfeld, you see it there, you can pick it apart, see it with your own eyes. Oh, man. I've watched every episode of Seinfeld 300 times. That's why I can see this, and you can't. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of retarded, yeah. but with the Seinfeld, I'm very, 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 very emotionally retarded. I'm breaking it down for you. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> well, our next news story is uh, some information about a uh, a recent film set I'm talking about <laughs> rust <laughs> talking about the, the on the film set of rust this is another this is a thing that came out recently mm-hmm. um, members of the rust camera crew specifically the crew were denied hotel rooms near the film set mm-hmm. um, so they have to go all the way back to Santa Fe well, well, no. So they're shooting in Santa Fe. Oh, they have to go all the way back to Albuquerque. They have to go all the way back to Albuquerque. Um, yeah, but uh, the towels are also fluffy there. They're really doing <laughs> you a favor. And anybody on the street will shave your back for, for a, a nickel. nickel. Yeah, 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 I've heard. Um, so uh, what happened was the second during the second week of production on the film uh, is when the camera crew was told they would no longer receive hotel rooms near the in in Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. Uh and because many of them are based in Albuquerque, they asked, you know, they said, "Hey, it'd be a lot better if we were here in these Santa Fe hotels and not having to drive, not having an extra 2 hours mm-hmm. of driving every day." Um uh but apparently the the request to the hotel rooms was treated as a joke within the production office. So much so that someone on the production staff custom ordered black long sleeve t-shirts with error 404 housing not found and ABQ is an hour away printed on them. Oh my God. So the people that had comfy hotel suites in Santa Fe were laughing at the poor peons who had to drive two hours every day to and from set. Yeah. Yeah. The people doing the actual work. Fuck those guys. Yep. Everything I've heard since the shooting has really made that whole thing the whole seem like thing. a disaster. Yeah. Um, and as someone who has a certain amount of insider understanding. Yes. Because I work in a parallel field. Yeah. I'm just, everything I've heard, I'm like, these people are out of their fucking minds. Yeah. When the, the IA released their statement saying, oh, it was a non-union crew that loaded that gun, uh-huh. I was like, way to cover your ass. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, it was. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's some funny shit. Also, you know, that Haley, Helena Hutchinson, uh-huh. her next film was yep. about the Hollywood pedophiles. Yep. <sighs> well, uh... We've got one last news story, and it's a doozy. Yeah. Uh, Pizza Hut hits back after a diner's complaint about its sexualized tomato sauce bottle. (laughs) So last month, uh, this guy named Adrian Shan 
slammed Pizza Hut following a dining experience at its Hull England outlet, where he likened its ketchup bottle label to an app for swingers. Mm-hmm. Um, he was unhappy with the sticker on the on the bottle, which had the phrase "shake, squeeze, and squirt" written on it, because you know it's a bottle of ketchup. Yeah. Um, he said, "Quote." It's not innocent in my eyes. The barbecue sauce one said squeeze, but the ketchup one said that dot, dot, dot. And it put me off using it. It literally sounds like an app for swingers. This guy is 31 years old and gets too horny at the the bottle of ketchup in a pizza hut. This would be really funny. And like November 28th, <laughs> like this new story, yeah. he's like, I can't. I can't handle these goddamn bottles. <laughs> Dude, just drink up yeah, already. Right? Fuck's sake. Uh, uh, quote, I do not understand how someone could put that sentence together. It's so awful. Um, oh, yeah. It's so He terrible. described it as inappropriate due to the venue's family-friendly what reputation. Sh- shake something and squeeze? Uh, it's shake, squeeze, squirt. Oh, he didn't like the squirt. Word. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. That's what yeah. that's what it is. Um, yeah, yeah. So he wrote Pizza Hut an email and asked for a full refund and demanded the Pizza Hut rebrand its sexualized bottles. I gotta wonder why there's ketchup on a table at because uh, it's in England, and so they just put some some people are degenerates and put uh, ketchup on their pizza. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not not to be one of those people that's like blah 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 doesn't. No, belong. I've, de- I've definitely heard of this before. On, but that seems really kind of fucked up. I, yeah. I think it's totally if they serve French fries or like um, burgers or something or sandwiches there also. Mm-hmm. I would, I would not think anything of it. Here's a. Um, I'm reminded of the clip from Letterkenny where they take a bunch of words and replace them with squirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a picture of the of said bottle. It's a very sexy looking bottle. Oh, it, like <laughs> I'll be right back, Tim. <laughs> I would I would associate that shake, squeeze, and squirt image less with uh, something sexy and more with like a wooden plank that says "Live, Laugh, Love." Yeah, it's a it's the it's the ketchup version uh, of "Live, Laugh, laugh love. love." Exactly. Uh, what's our next news story, Tim? Uh. Our next news story is that um, because of all the uh, problems with the supply chain, everyone knows about the supply chain problems. Yeah, of the weather. Yes. Uh, happening everywhere. Um, Your phone cannot pull up the data on the next now news it, the, story. No, no, no. It brought up the thing that was like, you need to sign in to continue reading. Well, of course. That's the supply chain. So I clicked, I'll do it later. But guess what? There is I'm no not, later. I'm not going to do it later. Uh, uh, one company believes it has solved uh, it has solved the problem of uh, of uh, the supply chain problems with Christmas dinner ingredients. Okay. And that company is Heinz. Just put it all in a bottle? Well, I can, really. Uh. Um. Heinz is will be offering their big soup Christmas dinner can. Oh god. Uh, they liquefied all the things in Christmas dinner and made it into a 
It contains, quote, big chunks of turkey, pigs in blankets, Brussels sprouts, balls of stuffing, and potatoes with a gravy and cranberry sauce. Gross. Uh, this is what, um, this is what Alex Jones is warning. This is what Alex Jones has been warning us about. Um, but I wonder who this is for. Uh, this is for nobody. This is for pod people. This is for, well, but even then, like I did see a thing where they're like the average American Thanksgiving dinner is going to increase by 236% in cost. Wow. And someone was like, that's a good thing we saved 16 cents on 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, who, who, I've seen like Christmas dinners in a can before. Mm-hmm. Like, what's, or the, they've done the, Jones Soda has done the Christmas dinner. Yes, Christmas soda dinner collection. soda. Um, they're like a novel, that's like a novelty thing. Yeah, you, you buy one and then you, but you know, you know, you have it as a collector's item. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, do, does anyone actually have a need for liquefied turkey and no, cranberry? No, wouldn't you rather just go without? Yeah, just yeah. eat something else. Yeah, we're going to have just sandwiches. We're just going to get have some you ever, have, have your fa- Has your family ever done a non-traditional Thanksgiving meal? Uh, n- Mine has not, but I did have Thanksgiving with a, with a friend one year, and they yeah. had uh, spaghetti. Sweet, I like spaghetti. Because they're Italian. Yeah, I've, I've that, that's definitely I've heard, I've heard Italians do uh, will do you know like a big lasagna, a big uh-huh. something else instead of turkey. I'm well, fine I think with they that. also did turkey, but then there was also lasagna or spaghetti. It might have been lasagna. I've too. been to um, I've been to more than a couple of Thanksgiving dinners that were like uh, you know the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it's uh, or the day before, and it's like. Well, you're already going to, you have your Thursday Thanksgiving, so we're doing, like, we'll do a, we're just doing a wacky Thanksgiving dinner. I see. So, like, there's, like, chow mein and pizza and, you know, hamburgers on the table instead. Uh, And I've always found that way more interesting than the same thing you have every year. Yeah. Not that I have a problem with Thanksgiving food. Well, like, when I was, when I was in high school... I think that was the year uh, some parents are divorced, obviously. And I got invited to the girl I was dating in high school, her family Thanksgiving. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to that Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, so I told my mom, yeah, I'm going to go to girls Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. My mom goes, oh, that's fine. We're going to do an early Thanksgiving so she can come to ours. Uh, <sighs> okay. Well, all right then. You were hoping to consolidate into one. Yeah, I was hoping to have no, just one Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So we did that, and then my parent, my dad's family were like, oh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Like, well, uh, my mom's Thanksgiving, I was just going to go to girls' Thanksgiving, but then my mom decided to do hers early, so uh-huh. I guess I'm going to that too. And they're like, oh, we're doing ours late, so you can come to ours. <laughs> and I was like, No. So I had three Thanksgivings. Three Thanksgivings. And uh, you know what was served at those? The same All shit. All the same shit. It's like that episode of the Andy Griffith show. Uh, yeah. Where Andy oh, goes to dinner, books himself, and he goes to three dinners, and it's all, all spaghetti. All spaghetti. And they're all like, the secret ingredient is oregano. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
it was just like that. Yeah. I was so <laughs> full by the Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't wait for my canned dinner that I can eat in my pod by myself <laughs> because I'm not allowed to see my family because I'm unvaccinated. And this has been... The Ricada News Network. Definitely not. And that takes care of our legal obligations this week. We know it doesn't take care of Tim uh, buying more cans. If you want to help us get our can Thanksgiving, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't care. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five cans for you. We have the one buck can, which gets early access to each episode, plus our monthly mini sods. We have our two buck can, where we throw them random bits and bobs we do here and there. We have our five dollar can that has our monthly bonus episodes here's what i do get we drop the hate and talk about what's great we have our ten dollar can where you submit a film you submit a canned film you, you vote on a, a can, can of film, film a can of film yeah. uh and then a we film canister, if you sit down and crack that can open and consume it and <laughs> record a feature facial canon terry <laughs> this past what did we do we did a uh, deep rising for november yeah for, that was for a, october it was a weird movie it was very weird, and uh, submissions are should be open for uh, November very soon. And then we have our $50 Spike Can producer where you get a say in the show. You can request specific commentaries or special bonus episodes, guests, anything that we can do, we will try and do. So thank you to all our, our Cantriones, big, small, 5-ounce, 32-ounce, 55-gallon <laughs> drums, uh, and everyone in between. It's ever it's it's uh, that fifty dollars tier is everyone's favorite le- lemon lime lemon lime drink. It's a can of spite. Can of spite. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get back to some issues, Tim. What's your f- second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get: uh, taking things way too seriously. Yeah. Uh, speaking about food, uh, as people might know, I'm a fan of the uh, competition reality show. Yeah. I don't really care about any other kind of reality show because the competition usually implies some sort of craft and you get to see people that are, you know, good at something. Yeah. Usually. Um, one of those I enjoy is uh, the Great British Bake Off and it's currently airing. It's it's a, it's current season. And uh, earlier today I saw a news article that said that one of the contestants has had to uh, rebuke uh, angry DMs uh, that got that have been have been sent his way, uh-huh. uh, and it just got me thinking: like, who fucking cares that much about Great about British the Break Great Off? British Bake Off that you would send an angry DM to someone to to a to a contestant on the show? Yeah. Yeah, you need help. You need serious serious help. It was that, and then another one was, it was an article by someone from, I think, last year or the year before uh, that was like a full-blown-ass article (laughs) about why uh, one aspect of the show was ruining the show. Oh. And it was about the the handshake. Now, the handshake is uh, a sort of unwritten bit of the show right so uh one of the judges paul is paul hollywood he's been one that he's been one of the judges every season and a couple seasons in he would give a handshake or two to a contestant when they did a really really good job yeah when they did something amazing he would give him a handshake and and the first couple of seasons it was like one per season 
or maybe two per season. They were very rare. Now it's one an episode. Now it's like one an episode. And there was this, it's, it's, it's a whole last article about how this dude fucking hates the handshakes and thinks that they're uh, ruining the show. Uh, is it like a, a stupid gangster handshake thing? No, it's literally like, wow, this is really good. Uh. Extend hand. One, one good shake. There you go. It's like a, it's, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's the, like the least, one of the least, like, I don't know. It's, it's menial. Yeah. You know, uh, the show spends no time, almost no time on it other than the person could be like, Oh, I'm so glad I got a handshake. Well, I would, I would kind of hate it if it if it started out with meaning and then it uh-huh. gets watered down to like, you got you, this week, this week's handshake. I moments. literally watched the newest episode yesterday uh-huh. and in the episode he was like, oh, I hate giving out the handshakes, but this person really deserved it. It's not like a sh- What do you mean? I hate giving it. Then stop doing it. <laughs> You are the reason for this happening, sure. sir. Uh, but like, it's it was a whole ass article. It wasn't like you know, a, it wasn't a Twitter rant. This was a newspaper article. That is that is really goofy. Like, don't you have something else in your life you need to worry about more? <laughs> no, <laughs> apparently no, not. If they did, they wouldn't be writing articles for whatever vice yeah. piece of shit thing they're doing. I do get that though. Like I, we, I watched the first season of Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. when it like in two thousand eight or whatever it yeah, came out, yeah. and on that there was like nobody got tens. Oh yeah, sure, sure. And then like one guy got one ten. Uh-huh. Like, wow. And then slowly more people started getting tens. Well, and then uh, now it's like first dance, someone will get a ten. Oh, it's fucking amazing! It's it, it completely defeats the point of a ten point system if uh-huh. people are constantly. I understand. Getting tens. Yeah, I understand. Uh, especially when the whole idea is that like they are supposed to be amateur and then they work their way up into being good. So you start on dancing like, with the stars. Sure. But, but, to, but you get like sevens and eights and then, Oh, you yeah. got a 10. But to me on bake off, it's, uh, it happens on every, uh, um, sort of like artistic, artistically based competition reality show. Uh, the same, the same thing happened on face off when I used to watch, when I watched face off, like there would be more and more, I mean, the people would just be better every season mm. because like the people that are casting, right. They've seen all the shit from the past seasons. And so when you're looking at, you know, getting someone from the new season and that you, you see something like really spectacular, like, Oh, we got to get them on the show. Mm. So it's that, that's just the, the threshold of, well, then your standards should go up too. Sure. 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 Yeah. No, stop throwing out a handshake every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, but people get way too involved with their shows. I remember when yeah. um, Breaking Bad was on, Anna Gunn got lots of threats on Twitter and yes. shit, and she wrote this whole op-ed that made me hate her uh-huh. on, in the Wall Street Journal about uh, toxic masculinity and how yeah. people hated her character because she was a strong female character that stood up to Walt, and Walt's the hero even though he's the bad guy, and I was like, whoa, bitch, have you even watched your fucking show? <laughs> That's not why everyone hates you. No. Everyone hates you because Skyler's a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. And you do nothing but drag the show down with your stupid bitch face. Uh-huh. And I was I was on her side where it's like these, yeah, those those people really should leave you alone. But then she wrote that op-ed and I was like, fuck you, bitch. Because <laughs> she's writing about how everyone hates her because she's the foil for for Heisenberg. I was like, no, no, they hate you because in the beginning, your your character's arc was 
Well, we don't want your dirty money. Yeah. Then I fucked my boss and need to get him out of a tax situation. So, so I'm going to steal your, your yeah. I steal, steal. Yeah, steal your dirty money to fix that problem, which causes Walt more problems, which causes Walt more problems. But then he resolves that. And then your character arc is, I don't like you because you're dirty money, except yeah. for when I need it. And yes. then you become the fucking money, money launderer for the whole scam. Yeah. That's your character's arc. Yep. You are not a strong character. You are a weak character who got bullied into a thing. <laughs> People don't like your character because you're a hypocrite. Yeah. Because you like it there. It's like, here's a scene where, where Skylar launders the money. Now here's a scene where she lectures Walt. Like, bitch, you are also a criminal. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's fucking irritating. But yeah, yeah, it was, there was no need to go after. Like the people that went after uh, Leslie Jones for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. It's not her fault she's terrible in a movie. I mean, she was born that way. <laughs> she was born unfunny and loud. Yeah. Like, what do you, you can't get anything out of that. She didn't write the script. You want to go after anybody, go after Paul Feig and, and the lady. Yeah. Whose name I don't remember. Uh, yeah, you, and, I, and at the end of the day, it's just a movie. Don't fucking watch it. Yeah. There's too much of that going on where people yep. can't just go. Can't drop it. Can't, yeah. be, can't drop a thing. I I don't want to watch dunk, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. I'm not interested in your redhead erasure. And I also think Dune sucks. <laughs> I think the book kind of sucks. I think the David Lynch movie sucks. And I'd be a go, go out on a limb and say, this one probably also sucks. So I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to go do that's I, the Phantom Menace. That those whole guys, yep. they've been spurking out for years. Oh, fucking Star Trek's going to get canceled any day now. It's going to get canceled any day. Season four of Discovery coming out this fall or whenever it's fucking coming out, or maybe it's out. Uh, yeah, where's that? Where's that cancellation? Where's that grain of salt there, Midnight's Edge? You fucking losers! <laughs> you don't have anything to say that's interesting. You're not like I watched. I watched a video today where a guy rewrote Star Trek Insurrection. Whoa. Huh. And and just he gave like his broad strokes sure, of how sure, he sure. would reformat that movie. And yeah. I was like, wow, this sounds fascinating. Yeah. And we kind of do that when we watch movies. We'll say, here's how we would yeah. broad stroke or make this movie better. Like uh even uh Red Letter Media, right? That's just they're just criticism that all that's that's funny. Yes. But the episode where Mike made his own um new Star Trek series. Yes. It was a great episode. A great episode. And and Red Letter Media is a good example because yes, they're critics, but they're not they're not going with to tear down. They're going to analyze. They're analyzing yeah. the film to break and criticizing it. it. Br- breaking it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to just critiquing it and going like this fucking yeah. sucks. You fucking suck. Those those fandom menace guys, they just they've harped on and on and on, and none of their content is interesting anymore. I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. Versus this one, this guy is able to build something up. He cares about Star Trek. He's at least some amount of passion about it because he yeah. took the time <laughs> to do this. But his content was interesting because instead of just going like, I don't like Star Trek Insurrection, it's so bad, he said, here's what I would do differently that would maybe, maybe fix this movie. Yeah. And to me, that is a far more interesting approach to to anything than yes. you just going, oh, judge, I hate Michael Burnham so much. Me too. She's a fucking worthless character. <laughs> the show's unwatchable. Picard's unwatchable. Lower Deck's unwatchable. I, I, so I didn't watch them. You unwatch them. I, yeah. I unwatch them. <laughs> Aside from right now, don't really talk about them. Yeah. 
Unless it gets brought up to me, hey, did you watch Star Trek Lower Decks? No, I'm not interested in it. It looks fucking terrible. And none of it makes any fucking sense based <laughs> on the timeline. Like I will I will gladly give criticisms if prompted, but I'm not I don't spend every day just being like, yep. God damn that two thousand nine JJ Abrams Star Trek film. God damn it. Ah I watched it. It was terrible. I didn't watch any more of them. I've let it go. Yeah. I watched the first season of Discovery. It was terrible. I let it go. We watched the first season of Picard. It was terrible. Let it go. I kind of just let the whole franchise just like, oh, that's the way it is now. Yeah. It's just a shitty franchise now. Like every other fucking franchise. Like Star Wars. Oh, Mandalorian's going to be good. Mandalorian. I got an argument today on Discord about uh, the Mandalorian. Not the Mandalorian. What's the new one? The, the Boba, Boba Fett, Fett show. Yeah, because yeah, that's coming out. And I'm like, probably going to suck. Like, oh, it looks pretty good. Mandalorian's been pretty good. I'm like, yeah, they're always good for like a season or two. And then they go... Gotcha, bitch. And they, <laughs> they slide their stupid diversity shit in there and just fucking tank it. They did it with the boys. I mean, they've done it with everything. Yep. So I'm confident that's what's going to happen with Boba Fett. What is the name of Boba Fett's spaceship? Slave One. Slave One, right? Yeah. You know what the Lego set for it's called? Boba Fett's spaceship. Boba Fett's spaceship. Yeah. Even though he's a bad guy, we got to clean up his image because this is Disney yeah. now and he's the hero of our new franchise because uh -huh. everyone loves Boba Fett despite the, despite the fact that he fucking blows. Yeah. He does fuck all in the original trilogy. If you take yeah. the, the remasters, he stands around. Yep. In, in four. In four. In five, he stands around and follows them to Cloud City, and then they get apprehended by the Empire. Yes. He doesn't apprehend them. No. Just stand. And then in Return of the Jedi, he stands around, then gets his jetpack turned yep. on, flies in the side of a building, and falls into a vagina monster yeah. and dies. Yes. And I guess they're, they're retconning they're that. They're retconning but, that, yeah. But, like, and, but everyone's like, he's so fucking cool. And the only reason why I can think that is... He has a coolish uniform He's and got he was cool armor and a jetpack. So overhyped in the Star Wars holiday special. Yes. And so in that the was, 70s, was, they're like, yeah. Boba Fett is going to be fucking awesome. And then he's in four or five. Like, and it's yeah. like, well, he's uh, going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> and they just, they never let go of that. No, no. And now we're fucking dealing with this new series that's going to suck. So anyway, I got into an argument with this guy. Not arguing about whether Star Wars is good or bad, because the answer is bad. <laughs> arguing about. Sci-fi yeah. versus space fantasy are very, very different things. And Star Wars is space and always fantasy. has been space fucking fantasy. It's about magic and swords! And <laughs> the hero's journey and Star Trek is fucking sci-fi. That's why they're different. They, yeah. they fucking they just said sci-fi and fantasy those all go on the same shelf in the bookstore and so people have tied them together forever. Nerds like those. Nerds like fantasy and nerds and other nerds like, like sci-fi. They're all, they're like all the both. same fucking yeah. thing. Like Dunk. Dunk. Dunk is a fantasy movie. I know that there's no extrapolation. There's no cultural yeah. critiques there. It's a fucking hero's journey and there's goddamn magic. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm willing to have that argument because that's a, like opinions you can actually have arguing about media. Why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care if, uh, I, whether or not Boba Fett's good or bad. I like, I'll say my piece. Sure. First season, we'll probably everybody will be like, ah, oh, it's gonna be, it's this is great, I love it. Second season, ah, oh, it's pretty good, not as good as the first season, but pretty good. Third season, dog shit. That's my prediction. Yeah, because that's what happens with all these fucking Disney shows, the Netflix shows, Amazon shows. They come out strong. Everyone tells you how great they are. You get involved in it, then you're like, oh, Game of Thrones season two is pretty. Uh, Game of Thrones season five, wow, that fucking sucked. They need to rewrite this every time. Yeah, five so, is five is where I gave up. 
Same with um, uh, the new Star Wars sequel trilogy, right? Everyone's oh, yeah, like, yeah. oh, uh, new man, Newman. Seven. Seven is pretty good. It's like a. It's a lot. It's like a. It's like, it's like a four again. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the final one comes out, and it's like, wow, this fucking sucks. Yeah. And then the final, final, the final countdown comes out, and it's like, <laughs> this is dog. What is it? The new style. <laughs> <laughs> new kid on the block. I mean, I don't know any of those. Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Last Jedi. Final Jedi. La- Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Can you? I cannot. If I could go back in time 20 years and be like, uh, in 20 years, you won't be able to name the new Star Wars yeah. movies. The- and they'd be like, what? Because <laughs> here's the thing, right? Four is a new hope. Yeah. Okay. What about the words a new hope have anything to do with lore of Star, of Star Wars? Well, it's about how Luke is now the new. Jedi yeah, but like, but block. but it has nothing to do with like the lore of Star Wars. Yeah, right. Empire Strikes Back. You get the Empire, but you know Empire usually bad, right? Yeah, and it could have been the bad guy strike back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got uh, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Oh well, the Jedi's are the good guys in Star Wars. Return of the good guy. Yeah. Whereas the new trilogy. It's all irreplaceable lore bullshit, mm-hmm. right? What's the first one called? The Force Awakens. It could be my. It could be called the Jedi Awakens. It could be called the Skywalker's Awaken, <laughs> right? The Last Jedi. It could the Last Jedi. The Last Skywalker. The Last Force. <laughs> it's all kind of like interchangeable lore bullshit. Yeah. But people care too much, man. Just. Like the argument that was that just walk away. Yeah. Just go like, fuck you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I write this whole article about handshakes on a baking show. Of all, and, and of all things to send like, I, I, I don't think there were death threats, but uh, like the Bake Off is the most like milk toast, milk toast uh, competition show there is mm-hmm. the, the, like the, like, when you have like the stinger of like the whatever's going to go wrong in the program, you know, in that episode for the bake off, it's like, Oh no, there's a crack in his pie crust. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, that's a great issue. Here's what I don't get. The rye prosecution. Uh huh. Talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. His trial started this week and, uh, boy, is he getting a raw deal? This thing is, this one never should have gotten to trial. I didn't realize this is a little more political than we typically go, mm-hmm. but this is ridiculous. Like we're throwing this kid to the wolves for killing a, a, a he killed a, what a child molester and a, a criminal, like a robber. And then he also injured a guy who's a wife beater mm-hmm. and, you know, talk about a crowd of undesirables. <laughs> you fired, you fired three shots and hit three, like, people that we don't need in this world that's got to be a fucking record like the only way you can get a better kill count than that is if you like literally open fire in a prison yard yeah uh or at a nambla meeting it's (laughs) anyway the thing is so clearly self-defense by 
yeah from the first video to as more details came out so clearly self-defense but they got to fucking hang this kid on a cross because he dared to rise up against the black lives matter behemoth that has destroyed this fucking country and so now this 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 trial is happening and i just i feel really bad for the kid because he is getting piled on the prosecution's case is fucking terrible they are trying to get him for murder or something, I'm sure. And they, I know they think they can do it because they got Chauvin, but that was a little different situation, I think, than Rittenhouse. And the thing that really pisses me off, so they're doing jury selection, and they've got people going in there. This woman goes in there, and they're like, she talks about how she doesn't believe in the Second Amendment, and she thinks that guns are bad, but, but I'm going to try and remain impartial. And they're like, yeah, this sounds great. We want her on here. But then they have Second Amendment guys who come out, get up there, and go like, yeah, I believe in the Second Amendment. I think guns are good. I think you should use them for self-defense. But uh, I, and I don't think I can be remain impartial on this. Like, what the fuck is your problem, <laughs> dude? You're just throwing Kyle to the wolves. Yep. And with him, your Second Amendment rights because you're being honest. Stop being honest with these people. They don't care. They're not honest. They are monsters. They're lizard people in human skin. They're not human. They are not human like you and me. They don't believe. They, they don't have ethics. They don't have morals. They don't have rules they live by. They will kill you. Given given an ounce of provocation, they will put a gun to your head and pull the trigger. They do not care about your life. They say black lives matter because they don't think yours does. They don't think Kyle, they think Kyle Rittenhouse should have been murdered in the streets. Yeah. They think that was justice. So these people are just leaving him to the wolves, which is exactly fucking what happened with the Chauvin verdict. They just, they fucking packed that thing full of black people. And they're like, Oh, Oh, what, what, a, what a crazy coincidence they convicted this guy. All that bullshit in the media and black people voted to punish the guy who allegedly killed a black guy. Shocker. Just like the fucking OJ verdict. Yeah, <laughs> we got six black people on here. Not guilty. 45 minutes later, not fucking guilty. Weeks and months of trial. Lots of evidence. Not fucking guilty. Yeah. Nope. We're not going to allow, we're going to, we're going to, but you know, we have, I have a, an ethical standards I have to hold myself to and fuck this jury of your peers shit because there is no jury of your peers. No. A jury of my peers would be people with IQs above 100, <laughs> which most of those people probably got out of jury duty. That's the thing is the jury, the jury pool that you get are the people that were a too stupid to find an excuse to not come uh -huh. to jury duty. B too stupid to not know that they can just skip it and there's no punishment and see uh, the lowest common denominator of people who are able to lie their way into actually getting chosen for a jury and by not saying things like book or news in the interview. <laughs> so you're already at a huge disadvantage because it's, it's not randomly selected. They do this whole process like, a jury of my peers would be people who were interested in Star Trek and you know knew about cars and had a brain on their shoulders. Those guys aren't going to fucking jury duty. I know that because I have never been to jury duty. <laughs> so that whole thing is right out. 
and the fact that these people are throwing him to the wolves, the prosecution's case is just dog shit. They're trying to pin this like, oh, the gun, he shouldn't have had the gun because he was underage. And like that was immediately di- thrown out. Their, their case is nonsensical. And of course, they're putting it all straight out on the Internet for everyone to see for nobody to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like you look at the you look, I'm you go look at the stream for this on YouTube and look at the views on that and then go look at the commentary channels who dice it all up yep. and tell you what to think like CNN and look at the views on those. And I'll tell I'm tell you there's three, four, five times more oh, yeah. because it's way easier to just get CNN to go on there and be like the prosecution, the Rittenhouse case made a great case about how he murdered these fucking victims. Even though the, you know, the court said you can't call them victims because their fucking child molester got killed. Fucking in my world, a child molester gets killed and you get a medal. <laughs> Like bang! Oh, hey, this is Doug Child Molesterson, uh, who's dead here. Tim, great job. Let me <laughs> let me shake your hand like the Great British Bake Off. I'm not gonna. You didn't kill any child molesters, you <laughs> fucking faker. N- not you wouldn't go to jail for that. You wouldn't even. There'd be no trial. But we have to have that whole media shit show. We gotta. The prosecution has to show they're doing something. And the worst part of it is that if they do pull this shit out and they do get a conviction conviction against this kid, which will probably get overturned on appeal, you know what will fucking happen? What? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. He'll go to prison, and he'll probably get the shit kicked out of him. Or he'll be kept in solitary for his own safety because these prosecutors are lying and manipulating the truth everywhere they can. And the jury will go with it just like the one with Chauvin because they know if he gets off, the fucking city's going to burn to the ground. So why don't the white people go burn some fucking cities to the ground? <laughs> well, Rittenhouse gets convicted. White people go to Kenosha and burn the whole fucking place to the ground. We can do it too. We've, we, we should know now that violence works. It's been taught to us by the media that the way you get what you want done is you cre- commit violence against Random people. Yeah. You just destroy cities and you just get your everything you fucking want. And then maybe we can defend kids like this who in clear self-defense from a fucking attacking mob does the only thing he can do and fires three shots pretty controlled into a they're fucking shooting at him. He's hearing gunshots, he's getting hit with shit. Fuck those people. They're not victims. They're fucking attackers and they got what they fucking deserve. It's like what happened here in Tulsa many years ago, the early two thousands, I think. There was this swanky bar on the north side of the tracks downtown. The guy was trying to turn into a real cool club, like mm-hmm. a and. But prior to that, it had this alleyway back there was where the homeless people, because it was near the day center, drawn three sixteen. The homeless people would hang out back there, so they roughed him up and ran him off. Well, this one homeless guy kept coming back. He wasn't taking the message, and so that night they put on brass knuckles to beat the shit out of him. And when they started beating the shit out of him. He got his hands on a two by four that was laying there on the ground and he beat the two guys beating him, one of them to death, not intentionally to death, but he beat sure, him. Sure. And then the guy died. died. And this is, this is a crazy story, right? Uh, that I knew that story from years and years ago. Yeah. turns out I work with the guy who saved the homeless man's life because they took, they arrested him. Oh, Homeless man beats to death two businessmen uh-huh. in North Tulsa with a two by four. Terrible story. Terrible, yeah. Well, he happened to run to a theater nearby and run into this guy uh. and told his whole told him what happened and he took him to the hospital. 
Uh, Put him in his car and took him to the hospital because he was beaten badly. Yeah. With brass knuckles. Brass knuckles, yeah. <laughs> and so when the he's months later, it's in the news, this homeless guy, is, and he's like, holy shit, that's the guy I gave a ride to the hospital. And so he goes and finds the attorney and is like, hey, I, that night he came you know, to my theater. I gave him a ride to the hospital. I know what happened. Testified on his behalf and got him off. Got him off of that charge because it was clear self-defense. And the, here's a here's a, a completely unbiased witness, just a stranger, trying to do the right thing. Trying to do the right thing fucking twice. Yeah. And not one fucking person's on Kyle Rittenhouse's side to do the right thing. Not one fucking media pundit is up there going, this is a fucking joke. No, we got to sacrifice him to the wolves. Take him, dice him up, 17-year-old kid, fuck him. I hope he gets off on this, and I hope he sees, sues the fuck out of... CNN, just like the Covington High kid, and a huge, maybe a one more huge fucking defamation suit on their front door will change their tune about the way they report these fucking stories to not rush shit out and try and create narratives that fit their bullshit and actually report news yeah. the way it's supposed to be reported, which is the truth of facts of what happened, not your interpretation. Oh, it's so fucking irritating. And They've the the fact that they get this platform to the fact that this shit is streamed too. This should be closed proceedings. Yeah, but then they go. Oh no, no, but what they do? What the CNN does? They pull a little clip where he's like, "And you said thing? Yes." There's our clip from the news. Rittenhouse is guilty. They did the same thing with George Zimmerman, but they hadn't fucking perfected it yet. That's why he got off. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely these. They should start taking away things from prosecutors when they lose. <laughs> so on shit like this, like, yeah, you can try and prosecute Kyle Rittenhouse, but if if he gets not guilty, we're taking a toe. <laughs> or you have to when the when the 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 thing says charges dismissed and he hits he hits his little gavel, instead of that little wooden gavel, it's gonna be a big ten pound steel hammer, a dead weight hammer. So they just fuck. Oh, those things come down, right? And the prosecutor, you're gonna have to put your hand on that little block. So he's gonna go, case dismissed, and then smash the fuck out of your hand so that you live for six weeks remembering what you tried to do to another human being by lying. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. You're there because, but he's not going to be. And do you know why, Tim? Because he's a lawyer. Because he's not a human. He's a fucking lizard person in a skin suit. And they're fucking all around us. They are not people. They don't function like people. They are they are inhuman monsters. Yep. Alec Baldwin is an inhuman monster. More and more, I'm convinced that that there are there are two there are humans like you and me. <laughs> there are NPCs, which are humans with everything hollowed out on the inside. And then there are these, you know. The 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 mythos the meme is that they're lizard people and they they are they don't they don't function like we do they have no sense of shame or guilt or honor they are they just want to hoard wealth like a fucking dragon and just keep feeding them until you get so fat you can't get out of the fucking cave of gold and they'll trade anything for power anything that's why Mark Zuckerberg is the way he is uh John what's the guy from Twitter. They're all fucking, and you know, there's Jeff Bezos, not a, not a person. I'm coming more and more to that belief. Yeah. GT Bynum is not a human being. 
He's a fucking creature in a suit. Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Kamal Harris. They're not people. Nancy Pelosi is not a person. She's a mutant lizard lady. Anthony Fauci, not a human being. They know they have no empathy. NPCs also you lack empathy. You, you can't have empathy when you've reached it takes it takes to be empathyless. Yeah, to reach certain positions of power. Yeah. And but we keep rewarding them and we in some some people idolize them. I think NPCs also lack empathy. I think that's why they're the useful idiots. And but they lack it because they don't they lack it they because like true the, empathy. The mechanism's been taken out of them. Yeah. Through like it's almost this is not the way I think it happens. This is just me talking, thinking out loud, but it's almost as if they found humans that lack empathy and then selectively bred them to breed out, to breed NPCs out uh-huh. of human life cattle. And so the more we try and breed those people out, like in um, idiocracy, yeah. they do it with the stupid, but I think it's very, it's di- being stupid and being an NPC, I think are very different sure, things. Sure, sure, sure. Um, they they bred to find to make docileness, and part of that is is getting rid of the empathy. Yes, yeah, so so well, I don't know that they lack empathy. They they they're not empathetic. Yeah, it's 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 people who are like, oh, here's who you need to be empathetic for today. Mm. So they they don't they're only they're programmable. Yeah, they're programmable yeah. empaths. Yeah, yeah. I I just grow more and more disgusted with the world around me every day. I want to Ted Kaczynski it or no, not Ted Kaczynski. Uh, who's the Ruby Ridge guy? John Krasinski. No. <laughs> uh, the Branch Davidians. Yeah. I want to go just go live out in the woods like he did. Waco. Waco. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then let the government come burn me alive with all my kids. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's my issue. And uh, I guess that wraps it up for this week's episode. Here's what I don't get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Hammerbreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in, here's the hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord under the voicemail upload channel. Nothing there this week, but we do have some in the voicemail hotline. Hey, I'm a Canadian, and this is the way I talk, eh? So, I hear you guys think that Winnipeg is in Toronto, buddy? No. Winnipeg is in Manitoba. How? You guys think you're all hoity-toity living down there in Tulsa, Arkansas. (laughs) You better watch your mail there, friend. You'll be getting a sternly worded letter soon written in maple syrup, (laughs) you hoser. It's a pretty good Canadian accent. Yeah, it is. I don't know what he's talking about, but... A boat. I got another one. Hey, guys. Deadhelm here. Um... Happy Halloween, fuck him. Here's what I don't get. Painting pumpkins. You know, it's a new alternative band, and it's also a thing that uh, uh, fucking parents do because they don't want to deal with 
kids carving pumpkins, and uh, I don't get it. Why the fuck would you paint the pumpkin? What kind of fucking, fucking, yeah, I'm going to say faggot. Faggot. What kind of fucking faggot are you? Fucking paint a, carve it. Get a fucking adult. I don't understand decorating it because you're like stabbing shit into the pumpkin. But the whole point of doing the whole pumpkin for me, you scoop out the seeds, boil them, and then, you know, make your own fucking pumpkin seeds at home. Whatever. The, the painting of pumpkins, that seems like it's only been the last, like, five or ten years. No, I, I, they made us paint pumpkins in uh, elementary school. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. I remember painting pumpkins in, like, yeah. el- kindergarten in the first grade. Yeah. But that was at school. I'm talking about people will paint pumpkins at home. And to me, it reeks of the, like, rounded corners, cushions yeah, on rounded, everything yeah, world yeah. that we live in now, as opposed to the world where I grew up in, where at... Six years old, my mom gave me a fine tooth saw and was like, "Cut some shit out of the side of this this fruit." <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, and I don't think I ever cut myself pumpkin carving. No, it's kind of hard. Yeah, the blade is you. You don't put your finger right in front of the blade, <laughs> and it's usually deep in the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I painting pumpkins really pisses me off. I like the carving. I gotta throw all the pumpkins away too because they've all started to rot. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my pumpkin started drooping. Yeah, I forgot that there's things you can do the, to stop that Vaseline. Yeah, Vaseline. Well, you Vaseline to keep it moist, but then you add like a a cup of water or a cup of bleach to a big tub of water, like your, oh, like yeah. your sink full of water, yeah. and then you just dip it in there and and give it a good soaking, and that kills all of the the germs that are there, or not germs. Uh, funguses that yeah, make yeah. it mold and then you vaseline the edges and you can get them to stay for a while but i wasn't thinking about that no. oh well next year yep well those are all our voicemails uh thank you to let's sign these while we're on the air yeah i'm gonna sign this copy of it's a wonderful life first from what? frank capra did he say where he wanted us to sign them or uh no he just said he wanted us to sign them real big okay so if you want to sign rhinestone first, take the take the sleeve out. I always hate when people sign DVD cases. No, you don't sign the case. You sign the sleeve, dumbass. It's a shitty movie. <laughs> Starring James Stewart. Would you like the titty section? Uh... Uh, that's up to you. Okay. You get the rhinestone. You can you can choose. I'm also going to go ahead and sign this disc. Hey, guess what? Now the featurettes don't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim. And here we go. On the dolly. Leave those out to dry. Yep. And I'll be sending those along to you, Hound. The Not the ones you sent. No. You're, we're keeping the ones you we're sent. We're keeping the ones you sent. You're getting my copies. So I feel you're, like pers- you're getting his personal copies. My personal copy of Rhinestone, which I think is m- worth more than any copy of Rhinestone. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign the disc to you while we're at it. I'll let you sign the titties on this one. 
Now I just need to swing over to Amazon and order another copy of Rhinestone. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll send those to you. Thank you, Ham. Thank you, Jay. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next time.